everyone, and welcome. The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Everyone, welcome. I had a, I had a guest lined up for today, but sadly they got a little, they got sick last night, so weren't able to join us today. So it's just me again going over the Week 13 Battle Royale preview this week. Um, you know, this week, uh, you know, I talked. I always talked a lot about the quarterback and uh, tight end trends over the year, and how you you need a top three outcome from those uh, from those players to to really get any uh, big winnings. Uh, you know, those twenty five thousand, thirty thousand dollar winners. They, you know, they usually have a top three quarterback in their lineup and they usually have a top three tight end. But this week I did decide to go in a little bit deeper and I decided to do some uh, running back and wide receiver trends as well. Just to give you, uh, you know, just to give you a perspective on what you're looking for, you know, just for your whole team, what you're looking for. And, uh, you know, you got to be perfect in these battle royales is what I found. So um, just so so for some of these running back stats, um, 100 percent of battle royale winners. This uh, for the whole year, you know, everybody who's won the grand prize, they have had a top five running back in their lineup. 63.6%, just about two thirds of those battle royale winners have had two top five running backs in their lineup. And uh, 72.7% of winners have had two running backs in total in their lineup, as opposed to three wide receivers or nobody's done two tight ends yet. But uh, yeah, so, you know, you're, you're in, in battle Royale drafts, you're deciding between if you're going to go three wide receiver or two running back usually. And so these percentages, just almost three quarters of battle Royale winners went with two running backs instead. And this isn't, shouldn't be necessarily too surprising because, um, you know, you're only there's only six teams in these drafts, and that means at most 12 running backs are going to be drafted. So you're you're only drafting the very top end guys, whereas you're getting a few more wide receivers drafted, about 15 to 18 or so. So there's a little bit uh, less room uh, or a little bit more room for those running backs to uh, have some high end outcomes, I should say. And uh, only one team on the whole year has actually started a running back that finished outside the top five. So, you know, so, I mean, you were looking for high end outcomes here, just like we've been saying for quarterback and tight end, we are only drafting running backs that have a top five finish in their range of outcomes from, from now on. So we can eliminate just like quarterback and tight end. We can eliminate most of the running backs right off the bat. Um, for some of these wide receiver trends, you know, also very similar, <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, you know, we're trying to, like I said, to hit the perfect lineup. Uh, 92.4% of Battle Royale winners this year have had at least one top five wide receiver in their lineup. 72.7%, just about three quarters, have had two top five wide receivers in their lineup. Uh, And uh, 23.1% had three wide receivers, which lines up just about with uh, those people who, who didn't start two running backs, essentially. All had, you know, they had to hit perfectly on wide receiver like bam 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 three wide receivers that all finished in the top five so if you are going to go wide receiver heavy you need to be you need to be exactly perfect doing so um and only three teams have started wide receivers that have finished that have had wide receivers finish outside the top five so um you know what this tells me is that i want to be shooting for 
two running backs in my lineup because you know there's less variance there. You know, I know who I know for the most part which running backs are going to play well. I'm going to go two wide receivers in most of my lineups, and then I'm really going to try to pick those alpha wide receivers. You know, the, the even even if I'm getting a wide receiver at the back end of the draft, I don't want to. You know, we don't need guys. Uh, you know, on the FanDuel on DraftKings. There's deeper lineups. You're okay with, you know, if, if your sleeper pick, you know, your cheap your cheap uh, player gets uh, five catches for set for 60 yards, five catches for 50 yards, but that's going to do nothing in this battle royale essentially. So, we are looking for super high end outcomes. I want to be shooting for those Amari Coopers at the end of drafts, maybe a Devontae Smith type of player, a guy who has a really high ceiling at the end of drafts. And you know, I can I can skip past, you know, even like you know, Zay Jones is, is one of my favorite DraftKings plays this week. He's not even viable. You know, I, I was I was trying to put him in as a sleeper play. He's not even viable in this format. There's zero there's zero chance Zay Jones finishes as a top. There's almost a zero chance Zay Jones finishes as a top five wide receiver this week. So uh yeah, we're shooting for alpha wide receivers. Uh, you know, every player that we draft in the battle royale, we want to pick, we want to see a scenario where they end up with a top five uh, finish in their range of outcomes. So that's what we're looking for right now. Uh, with that, oh, and I also did just a little bit more before we dive into the week 13 slate. I just did some, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about, we've talked about the quarterback and tight end trends before, but before we dive in, I just uh, wanted to go over the quarterback trends one more time. Um, you know, just going through all 12 winners, only one winner has had a quarterback outside the top three of that particular week. That's nuts. You know what I mean? So we're shooting for that, you know, once again, almost being perfect at the quarterback position. So we're, we can eliminate most of the quarterbacks right off the bat. Um, you know, maybe you're drafting a couple sleepers there, but, you know, we're sticking with Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts, uh, Justin Herbert this week, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, those type of players. You know, you want to get a little bit cute, get a Derek Carr type of guy. But um, for the most part, we have to have a guy finish in the top three. And uh, yeah, in the, the quarterback and, you know, just being the quarterback and tight end are so much more important in the battle royale format because the smaller lineups compared to FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, you only have six players in your lineup as opposed to those who are, I think is eight, eight or nine. So, um, yeah, you should, it's just the quarterback and the tight end account, a lot more of your scoring. So yeah, the quarterback is going to be, you know, scoring for the most part, he's going to be your highest scorer a lot of weeks. So you want to, you want to nail that pick. So we're sticking with, so we're sticking with only quarterbacks, you know, no need to draft, uh, you know, even Derek Carr this week, for example, um, I really like him in my draft Kings and FanDuel, you know, I want to get some GPP lineups with Derek Carr in them, but in battle Royale, it's a little less viable. Um, I just don't see, you know, Derek Carr is very good. I think he's going to have a big week. It's just hard to picture him in the top uh, five or top three, really. So, you know, I, I have him highlighted as, the, one of, as one of the quarterbacks and one of the last quarterbacks we're going to talk about. But um, he's someone I, you know, I might if we're doing if I'm doing a lot of drafts, I might draft one of and just to see just to see what happens, because um, you'd be getting pretty unique there, actually. too. Um, and uh just going over the tight ends here, only three uh, people have had a only three battle royale winners have had a tight end finish outside the top three at the position that week. Just like we've been saying, um, most battle royale, you know, so we're looking for top five running backs and wide receivers. We're looking for top three quarterbacks and wide uh, quarterbacks and tight ends. And uh, surprisingly, though, only two battle royale winners have had Travis Kelsey in their lineup. I'm sure that has a little bit due to ADP. Uh, Travis Kelsey has, has been awesome every week, but. He is now the first, you know, it's been like three weeks in a row. Travis Kelsey's the first pick. And, 
you know, and I don't mind drafting him there because that's the only time you're ever going to get your exposure to Travis Kelsey. That's not that, you know, one in six chance you're going to get the, the um, number one pick, depending on how many drafts you do. I want to be drafting Kelsey when I do get the first pick. But um, yeah, it, it's only been on. He was actually, I believe he was on the Battle Royale winner last week or the week before. But yeah, it's only been twice this season, you know, usually probably because the play did ADP. So that does show you that you can win and draft a tight end a little bit later on but uh, it's just hard to do because you know you got to just you got to get ahead to get a couple touchdowns like a Cole Komet uh, Mark Andrews and George Kittle have each had a couple weeks I believe although Mark Andrews uh, uh, I believe had was on the battle royale winning roster in weeks two and three and has not been on one since oh no I take that back he, he, he was on like one like two or three weeks ago and he scored like eight points so uh, that was one of the few times where the uh, the Battle Royale winner didn't have a big tight end performance, which does happen from time to time. But for the most part, we want to be shooting for those high end outcomes as well. You know, uh, it sounded like I said the same thing over and over again. But, yeah, just to harp on it. Yeah, we want to we don't want to be getting cute in these Battle Royale lineups. Um, there's just no chance that um, some of a lot of these sleeper players, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson, for example, uh, love him. And in, in my cash lineups this week uh, on some of the other uh, DFS websites. Is, is there any chance that Garrett Wilson finishes as a top five wide receiver this week? It's possible. It's, it's not likely. Um, so it's just, it's just hard for me to draft. I'm not, you know, I might get a share or two of them, but it's tough for me. You know, it's just, we're looking for those perfect, perfect lineups. And, you know, I'd rather draft somebody like Amari Cooper, who I've seen have five top 20, uh, or, you know, five uh, performances, just your over 20 points already. And uh, he's just someone with Deshaun Watson coming back that I really like this week, but just to show you that how how perfect of a lineup you need to get these on these battle royale winning rosters so don't be afraid to kind of shoot for the stars and get some players with some wide range of outcomes before we jump into the week 13 slate though i just want to pay our last set of bills here uh ready to win money and boost your odds WinBet is now live in arizona colorado indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york tennessee and virginia we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards and rights at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in, in a same ga- game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. That's there's so much to choose from. All you need to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And with that, we will jump into the week 13 slate here. Um, if you if you've listened to this podcast or read any of my articles, I do like to start off with the quarterbacks, you know, just because, yeah, we were talking about it. You need a top three quarterback um, to, to to win the battle royale. Essentially, uh, I was just uh, mentioning in my article I just put out that uh, only one battle royale winning roster has had a quarterback finish outside the top three. And that was uh, Josh Allen way back in week four. So I just like to highlight some, you know, some of my top quarterback plays and I put them in tiers just to show you how you should be getting your exposure to each one. Uh, in tier one here, I have, uh, you know, and I just added, I added the third guy to it, I decided, but I have Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow. These are the guys I want the most exposure to this week. If I have a, if I have a back-end first-round pick, I've been grabbing a lot of Mahomes in these Battle Royale drafts. Uh, 
you know, Cincinnati is ranked actually third against uh, quarterbacks and fantasy points per game this year. But Mahomes is matchup proof. I don't care which quarter, which defense he's facing. That matters little to me. I think, you know, this game could you could see a 60 point total on this game. So Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow are guys I'm definitely targeting this week. Uh, he's been a top six quarterback all but I believe two weeks this season, Patrick Mahomes. So he's been fantastic. Um, the only part about uh, Patrick Mahomes that I don't that's a little bit tougher is that the only uh, stacking option he really has is Juju Smith-Schuster. You're never going to get a Battle Royale roster with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes on it, unfortunately. That's not probably going to happen. Um, Travis Kelsey usually goes in the first pick. Patrick Mahomes is also a first-round pick. You'd have to be very, very, very lucky to have Patrick Mahomes fall all the way down to you you know, at the back end of the second round. So that's probably not going to happen. So if you have Patrick Mahomes, I've been drafting in some Juju Smith-Schuster. He's going in this, he's going borderline undrafted this week, just because, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since he had those top 10 performances. Um, he had, you know, we did see that he had an illness this week, which could explain a little bit of why that he was limited last week. Um, but I do expect a full complement of snaps and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is one of the wide receiver values that I'm going to highlight a little bit later on. Jalen Hurts, um, he's in a great matchup this week. Uh, Tennessee is, is uh, 26 in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is, uh, you know, is actually the Eagles are 27th in pass plays per game, but uh, that's not why we love Jalen Hurts. We love Jalen Hurts for that rushing value. And I think he could have a big week this week. He's number three in rush yards per game, number one in rushing touchdowns. And uh, when we, you know, dual threat quarterbacks are the cheat code in fantasy football. So I really like him this week. Uh, Joe Burrow, um, I had him in the top of tier two, but I'm just going to go ahead and move him into uh, the tier one of players here. I really like – I'm a Chiefs fan. I love I love my Chiefs, but, man, the defense is always rough. Uh, we're 24th in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position, and I expect a big week from Joe Burrow. I think it's going to be a shootout. It's also a lot easier to stack with Joe Burrow. Uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are kind of in that second-round range. Joe Burrow is going a little bit after that. Even Hayden Hurst – you know, I, I'm I'm putting him in, in uh, some G GPP lineups this week. You know, I don't love him in the battle royale. It's going to be really tough for him to finish with one of those top three outcomes that we're looking for. But you want to do a ro roster with uh, Hayden Hurst. You have Joe Burrow. You want to get a stacking option for him. That's fine. Uh, um, Jamar Chase, obviously, T. Higgins are great stacking options. Tyler Boyd, you know, I, I he's not someone that I, uh, you know, he's going to probably finish as a top five wide receiver, which is, again, what we're looking for uh, in, as, in a battle royale winner. So, not getting too ex much exposure to Tyler Boyd, but you want to do a draft where you draft him in the last round. I'm okay with that too. Uh, on the tier two of players here, I have Justin Herbert uh, leading that way. Uh, he's coming on. It was a slow start. It was a, kind of a slow start to the year. Well, he had a good start to the year. I should say a midseason lull um, with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen out. Uh, you know, at the quarterback position, you know, it's been it's been a down year in general, and we've seen a lot of these top-end quarterbacks struggle without their full complement of weapons. So, that shouldn't necessarily be very surprising, and I'm fine uh, with Justin Herbert this week. He's right, the Raiders have been terrible. Um, what about the Casey running back position? I, I, I will get there, sir. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, we go into some running backs values later, but um, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, it's you know it's one of those things that the Chiefs don't like. The, their passing is so good that. They don't feel the need to run very much. Uh, he did get a touchdown last week. That was great to see. Um, and I, did, he, I don't think, you know, it is 100 yards in his range of outcomes. No. And, and so I'm not drafting him in the battle royale. You know, um, in DFS lineups, I like Isaiah Pacheco. You know, at his decent price tag. I think, you know, on DraftKings, he's 5,500, 
somewhere 5,700 maybe um, in that range of players. And I'm, I'm plugging him in there. I'm fine at that price point, even in cash, uh, you know, because that's pretty cheap for the running back position. In Battle Royale, though, he just does not have that kind of same you um, you'll have to be a little bit more specific on how does it work. Um, oh, the battle royale. So, um, what I was telling people earlier is that um, I was going over that uh, seventy-two, about three quarters of battle royale winners have had uh, two top five running backs in their lineup, and we're only in the battle royale drafts only consist of about six man drafts. So, um, we're, we're only twelve running backs get drafted at the absolute most, and that's not most drafts. It's probably more about ten running backs or so. Do we see uh, Isaiah Pacheco finishing as a top five running back? Do we see him finishing as a top three running back? No, I don't. So he's not someone I'm drafting. You know, I I do a t- I do a lot of battle royale drafts. You know, I'd probably try to get you know between twenty and thirty in a week. And there's just yeah, I'm not I'm not drafting him in any one of them. I just don't see that kind of outlier performance. Um, but if you if you really want to get unique in one draft, you know I would consider it. But you know, as your if this is your first one, I, I wouldn't get that. Uh, you know, try to get that unique with it. You know, it's a little bit more chalky in uh, the battle royale drafts as opposed to DFS. Um, there's you know there's like I said, I was just going over the stats earlier. You're looking basically for a top five finish from every all six players that you draft. So you want to be going shooting for players. You don't want to be just shooting for a solid performance. You want to be shooting for players that have will finish in the elite outcomes that week. Um, how long does it take? We have another question. How long does it take to receive payment from underdog? Uh, you know, it depends. Um, I've, you know, I can, I usually get it within a few days. I go through PayPal. Um, I've seen people have difficulties with it. Um, just make sure that you, uh, you're, you don't have duplicate accounts. Make sure that the card that you put on your underdog account is your name on it. Um, because they will flag your accounts for things like that and they will not let you, uh, get your uh, funds back out. So, just make sure you're uh, you kind of uh, dot your I's and cross your T's when doing all that. Yeah, car, card and name on the account need to be the exact same. Uh, make sure you don't have duplicate accounts and uh, you should be just fine. And uh, usually it maybe takes a week the first time. I think the first time I did it, it takes a week. Uh, just be, yeah, set up a PayPal and everything too. That makes it a little bit easier. Sometimes the bank accounts are a little bit more complicated as well. But that's what I would recommend. Um, so Justin Herbert was on the top tier of my uh, second tier of quarterbacks. Uh, jumping into the third one here, uh, or the second one on my second tier, uh, Lamar Jackson, his ADP is 26.6 and he is going up against the second ranked, uh, defense against fantasy quarterbacks, uh, or against quarterbacks this year. Um, it's been, a t- it's been a tough, it's been tough for uh, Lamar Jackson recently. He ha- doesn't have uh, too many, uh, high outcomes recently. I have the stats here too, but he was on two battle Royale winners earlier in the season, weeks two and three back to back, but he's been on none since. He, I believe he only has uh, eight touchdowns in the last eight games, so that's been kind of limiting him. He only has one top eight quarterback finish, I also believe, in the last uh, eight games or so. So, But, uh, you know, just once again, Lamar Jackson's a cheat code. You know, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, when he is deciding to rush the football, these guys are cheat codes. Uh, and I just, you know, at 26.6, that upside is too much. I've been grabbing a lot of Lamar Jackson there. And you know what? He doesn't need to have a big day passing the ball. Uh, you know, if, what, if he gets a 100 yards rushing against uh, this Denver defense, that's, you know, kind of in, you know, Denver's kind of a little bit out of it right now. They traded uh, Bradley Chubb. So I don't expect them to be as good as they are earlier in the year. So Lamar Jackson could have a big week. Um, another listener question here. Scores are calculated in real time and they do payouts pretty quick. Uh, that's not a question, but a good uh, statement here. I'll post that up here. But yeah, they do do payouts pretty quick. You know, they uh, they have they want to keep their reputation up. Underdog is super cool. You know, probably the fastest growing fantasy platform there is right now. So 
yeah, definitely uh, check out those battle royale. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's a different setup, you know, being a draft instead of constructing your lineup through, um, through a salary, uh, you know, it's a, you're a little bit subject to uh, your other drafters in it, but you can also get some really unique values because of that too. You know, you see these players, you know, slide down 10 picks and you're able to, you know, get to get some uh, uh, cool, uh, you know, correlations and uh, players, uh, you know, pair them together that you wouldn't normally be able to get. So big fan of underdog. Um, up here, third on my second tier, I have Tua. Uh, once again, a quarterback going up against a tough defense, and I think that's why his ADP is all the way at 31.5, kind of borderline not getting drafted in these Battle Royale drafts. Um, but, yeah, he did have uh, three top five quarterback performances prior to the bye, uh, and, yeah, he's been fantastic. He has some great stacking options, uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I've talked about how uh, double stacking is really hard in uh, underdog because – yeah, well, like I said, we're looking for wide receivers who are going to finish in the top five. What are the odds that two wide receivers on the same team finish in the top five? It's it's not very possible. But Ty, uh, Tua is one of the only players who's done that this season. I've seen a Battle Royale winning roster with Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddle on it, and that just shows how uh, kind of unique this team is, that their top target share is so concentrated that they can have two wide receivers finish in the top five in fantasy. So it's impressive. So, But, yeah, like I said, he's being faded a little bit in a tough matchup. Uh, you know, I'm – I'm I the defensive matchup, don't get me wrong, is important, but I always think that the quarter, you know, the player is a little bit more important than the defensive matchup. So I think uh Tua could be pushed this week. It, you know, it might end up a lot of it might end up coming at the end of maybe in the second half when they have to fling the ball a little bit more. But um, I expect these two teams to push each other and I expect uh, Tua to be in position to maybe get some good fantasy points. Uh Trevor Lawrence is a, is in a sleeper position this week. Uh super chalky play in uh kind of on the other DFS sites but in the battle royale his uh his ADP will keep him off a lot of rosters. Uh he has an ADP of 35.2 so he's not getting drafted in most battle royales and a lot of people aren't scrolling down that far when they're drafting. So, um you know, Trevor Lawrence is a great way to get unique this week. He's going up against the Detroit Lions who are dead last in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position. Uh, he's gone uh He's fumbling has still been a little bit of a problem with him, but he's gone five of the last six games without an interception. Uh, Christian Kirk is a wide receiver value. I'm going to highlight this week. Uh, you, you would be getting, whereas it's super chalky on DraftKings or FanDuel to be probably stacking uh, Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk this week. You're going to be getting very unique in the underdog drafts because, like I said, a lot, a lot, a lot of people are getting Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and just headlining the tier three, uh, we don't know uh, Justin Fields' status yet. And uh, of course, if his ADP of 35.2 will be an absolute steal if he ends up playing, but uh, Darnell Mooney is out. So that's something to consider. Uh, we did, that's not why we loved, uh, you know, uh, J, uh, Justin Fields either was his uh, passing ability. We loved him for his rushing ability. So that's what he will still likely have that. But um, you know, I, I don't wait for him to get declared active because then there have been so many people who drafted Justin Fields and rounds five and six that once he get if he gets declared active and he's going in rounds one and two, all of a sudden you're not going to be getting any value on those people who got him at rounds five or six. So you better just hope he does. So if you are going to draft Justin Fields, go ahead and draft him a time or two uh, at that depressed ADP. And uh, Derek Carr is my last player. I'd highly, like I said earlier in the podcast, I just don't think Derek Carr has a top. I like him, but I don't think he has a top three finish in his range of outcomes. So I have his name listed. Uh, maybe if you were doing a ton of drafts, draft him one time, but uh, you know, just my last player that I had listed there. Tight ends, also looking for a top three performance. Like I said, only uh, three Battle Royale winners have had a tight end finish outside the top three this year in their lineup. 
Obviously, Travis Kelsey is the first one I have up here. He's the first pick in every uh, Battle Royale draft. If you're if you're drafting Battle Royale and you have the first pick, go ahead and draft Travis Kelsey. You're not going to get the first pick every time, so get your exposure there. But like I said, oh, he's only been on two Battle Royale winning rosters, so uh, but it is it is a little bit easier to hit on wide receiver and running back later on in drafts than tight end where you're drafting guys. You know, after you get past Mark Andrews and George Kittle, it's a little bit rough. So, you know, not a lot to go on there. You know, it, Cincinnati's been a tough defense, but that won't matter against Patrick Mahomes. Um, headlining tier two here, I have Mark Andrews. Uh, it's been tough. His struggles have coincided with Lamar Jackson's struggles. Uh, so it's not, that's not too surprising. Um, he, his first six game, he had, he had 10 plus targets five times and that hasn't happened for him since. So, um, you know, you can, you know, this is a tough game to pair. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson's, uh, I, I've done a couple Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson stacks. Um, you could bring it back with Cortland Sutton, but I don't think Cortland Sutton has that much upside. So I haven't been drafting him much. So, but yeah, Mark Andrews is very talented. We know that. And uh, Lamar Jackson won't need a big passing day to, to have for Mark Andrews to have a big day as well. You know, that, that target uh, share can be very concentrated toward Mark Andrews and uh, still think he could have a big day. Uh, George Kittle, is uh, I've always talked to him about him as the perfect large tournament tight end. Uh, four of his last six games, he's finished as a top six tight end. And then the other two games, he finished outside the top 25 tight ends. Uh, those kind of performances kind of keep his ADP depressed. Uh, it's at 23.2 right now. So uh, you're able to get him at a discount because sometimes, yeah, he does. He has those dub performances, but he has just as much breakout potential as anybody outside of Travis Kelsey. So I like, I've been getting a lot of him in the third, fourth round range. Because, yeah, he, he's very capable of a breakout performance. And Miami is 30th in fantasy points given up to the tight end position. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, yeah, been very solid since uh, joining Minnesota. I, you know, I, I don't know about uh, a super big-time performance, but four or five games, last five games, top 10 tight end, uh, 8.2 targets per game uh, these last few weeks. So, yeah, he's been very good for Minnesota. He's kind of supplanted Adam Thielen. You know, he's kind of fighting with Adam Thielen for that number two role. It seems like it's kind of leaning him, though. Um, but yeah, uh, I think he, you could see a little bit more consistency out of TJ Hawkinson in Minnesota. Like I said, he's not my, I like getting one of those top three tight ends just to kind of, uh, get a good, uh, I like, you know, I can get a Mari Cooper or somebody like that in the fixed fifth and sixth round of wide receiver, whereas you're really running out of upside quickly at that tight end position. TJ, you know, is he, is he, he was on the battle Royale winning roster back in week four when he had a crazy performance with the Detroit lions, but it's hard to see him finishing too high, uh, just to finish up here, yeah, Pat Fryermuth, David Njoku, uh, Dave, you know, D uh, Deshaun Watson will be back this week. Uh, David Njoku's been working his way back. He had a touchdown last week. So, and we saw him have some a string of success before uh, he had a, an, a knee sprain. So, David Njoku is someone I've been picking up. You know, if I end up don't getting one of those top three tight ends and I have to wait till the back end of drafts, David Njoku is a really good pick as well. Uh, Oh, and Gerald Everett was the last name I had here. He's been really disappointing. You know, it's kind of in his snap share. Might be even be a little bit up in the air. But this this is a great matchup against uh, against the Raiders this week. Twenty eighth in fantasy points given up to tight end position. Uh, I expect Justin Herbert to have a big game. Mike Williams won't be back. So, is there a chance that Gerald Everett kind of slides in? You know, gets a touchdown. It could happen. But you know, someone I'm definitely not overexposing myself to. And. With that, we will jump into some running back and wide receiver values. Um, you know, at, like we're looking, like I said, for top five finishes from everybody we draft, at, you know, top five finish at their respective position. Uh, the running backs and wide receivers, you know, I, you know, you don't need to explain too much why those first guys go. You know, the uh, 
the Nick Chubbs and all those players, you know, I, we know why that, you know, we know why they have a ton of upside. We know that they can finish that high, but so I like just to go over some running backs and wide receiver values that I think, you know, are going a little bit later on in drafts that, you know, might, you know, that have that kind of range of upside that we're looking for. Uh, the first name I had up here is Aaron Jones. He is at 26.1 in ADP. So that's kind of sitting at the fit in that fifth round there. Uh, but yeah, he's been a top 12 running back in three of his last five games. Uh, top five finish uh, twice in the last six weeks. And that, you know, that that's the kind of upside that we're looking for. That's what's going to win us a battle royale. And Chicago is 27th in fantasy points given up to the running back position. So yeah, Aaron Jones is, uh, you know, Packers offense has been struggling. He's had some dead games this year and that's keeping his price low. So I am grabbing him up and, uh, you know, and it looks like I had a, some notes on Jordan Love, but it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to play. So I won't worry about those. Uh, Joe Mixon, you know, it's like recency bias is such a big thing. Uh, you know, it's he's 30.9 in ADP, but man, he he had a four touchdown performance in his last fully healthy game. You know, I know he missed a game and, uh, you know, and he, his health is a little bit up in the air still, but man, I still think Joe Mixon is going to be a really uh, – he could have a huge week if he starts because, you know, this game could have 60-plus points in this game. Sorry, my phone was digging at me there. I'm about to get on another podcast here at the top of the hour. But, um, yeah, four touchdown performance in his last game. You know, we could see 60-plus points in this game. Joe Mixon very likely to fall in the end zone a couple times uh, – once or twice if he does play. Uh, Dalvin Cook, another guy, you know – kind of like Alvin Kamara. It's been a disappointing year for Dalvin Cook, uh, just, just relative to kind of where he was going in drafts. He's still been very good, uh, but he's, you know, his ADP is 32.9. It's it's a relatively tough, tough matchup. New York Jets are 12th in uh, fantasy points given up to the running back position, but he does have three top 10 per, uh, performances in seven weeks. He has that workload that we're looking for. He got 22 carries last week. He has uh, five targets in four of his last five games. Uh, you know, this is still, you know, um, it's like, you know, when, when players get older, they're less consistent, I think, you know, as like, you know, those are these great players, they're, they're not able to put up those top end performances as, as much as they were before. So, you know, as we might be seeing that from Dalvin Cook, but he is still very capable of having those big games. And, you know, in, in a larger tournament like this, I'm very much willing to take the chance that Dalvin Cook's upside that late in drafts. That's a, you know, 32.9 in this round six. So happy to take him there. Um, Travis Etienne is another player. Uh, you know, he's in a great matchup this week. ADP 27.6. He is a fifth in yards per touch, seventh in breakaway run weight. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, those uh, stats are courtesy of Player Profiler. Uh, thanks, Matt Kelly. You know, that's a great website to check out if you want to do some of your own research as well. Uh, he also has a 78 plus uh, percent snap percentage in the last four games. You know, that kind of coincides with James Robinson leaving. You know, he's he's getting an elite workload now. Um, it's uh, you know, his his health is, you know, his health, of course, is the main reason why he's going that late. Um, it seems to be that he seems to be trending in the right direction, though. So I'm ha I'm happy to take the chance all the way at twenty seven point six in a good matchup. Um, you know, uh, Jamichael Hasty, of course, if if Travis Etienne doesn't end up playing Jamichael uh, Hasty isn't someone I would consider in the Battle Royale drafts. He's not someone who has that top five range or a top five finish in his range of outcomes. But Travis Etienne, you know, just with some of those injury concerns, I'm willing to take a uh, chance there later on in drafts. Uh, finally here, I got some wide receiver values to go over. Uh, Keenan Allen, I've been kind of hammering him over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, Justin Herbert has been, a, you know, his play's improving. You know, Keenan Allen is a veteran. He's missed most of the season, but it shouldn't take him too long to acclimate back. Um, that first game he played, 
Oh, sorry. I was reading some of the uh, the comments we got here. Love mixing an ETN this week. Injury response discounts. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's what we're looking for. Um, and yeah, you can in just recency bias too. you know, just a guy who hasn't ha had a big performance in the last couple of weeks. He's going to be forgotten about a little bit in these drafts. Um, here is a question from Yasir uh, Ahmed. Ahmed. Um, how should I feel about my team heading into the playoffs? 12 man PPR. I got. Patty Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, CMC, Amon Ra, Keenan Allen, Hollywood Brown, David Njoku, Traylon Burks, Isaiah Pacheco, and Alexander Madison, too. Um, just heading into the playoffs here. Let me just – it always takes me a second to kind of take it all in here, these teams. Uh, man, uh, it's it's a little tough. Your running backs, uh, Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey, you know, they kind of been – you know, Christian McCaffrey's not getting that workload that we thought he we hoped for. You know, it's it's kind of a tough week to kind of who's who's it going to be in San Francisco? You know what I mean? Dalvin Cook is more of, of a top fifteen, top twelve ish running back instead of that elite uh, running back one that we uh, that we hope for. But um, you know, those are still very solid players. Amon Ross St. Brown, you got a lot of value on him. Get you know, getting him uh, in the summer. Uh, I'm sure you got him at a good price. Keenan Allen, uh, it was a long wait for you. But since you made it to the playoffs, I think it could be well worth it. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm about to talk a little bit more about Keenan Allen here. Uh, but, yeah, he's been very good. Uh, I expect him to be very good down the stretch. Uh, who knows about Mike Williams' health? And Justin Herbert is still a very good quarterback. And I would anticipate him having uh, some big games. Uh, but once again, man, you did you did a remarkable job navigating your way to the playoffs uh, with some of these injuries. Hollywood Brown, uh, you know, that's another one. Yeah, and, yeah, it's a been a tough road to get here a little bit. But uh, yeah, uh, Mark East, he had a solid week last week, and I think he's you know going to get a full complement of stats. Kyler Murray's going to be flinging that ball around as the Cardinals are trying to come back from behind. Hey, oh, did another one, David Njoku. My goodness. Uh, and yeah, uh, now that you made it to the playoffs, I feel like you're in the home free. Uh, David Njoku, you know, uh, it's hard it's hard to rank, uh, you know, seven or eight tight ends. You feel better about than David Njoku down the stretch here just because of Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, and that upside in the tight end position is always down. Traylon Burks, Isaiah Pacheco, these are all players, you know, who, you know, who are seem to be coming on a little bit later on in the year. Um, so yeah, I think I think you're heading in. Uh, you look in good shape. I think you know you're probably in better shape for the playoffs than you have all season. And that is not how most fantasy teams are set up. You know, most of the time you're a little bit healthier uh, at the beginning of the year, so you will be rolling in full health into the fantasy playoffs. So good luck to you. Um, I kind of lost track of where I was there a little bit with Keenan Allen, but uh, yeah, 15 targets in the last uh, two weeks, uh, you know, and that was with uh, him not getting a full complement of snaps the first week. So I really like Keenan Allen this week. I think he could have a big week against Raiders defense, you know, middling, they rank 16th in fantasy points uh, against wide receivers, but you know, I, their, their defense is pretty poor. So I think he could have a big week and what could end up being a shootout. Christian Kirk, ADP's 29.7, you know, this, I've harped on this. Detroit's defense is just terrible. They're 30th in fantasy points given up to the wide receiver position. Uh, you know, he had a dud last week, which I think is keeping up. And he had a bye week. He had a dud game last week, which I think is keeping his ADP a little bit depressed. But uh, prior to that, he had a wide receiver four and a wide receiver five finish in the two weeks. So that is, uh, you know, that's exactly the kind of upside we're looking for. And, uh, you know, he's a player that's going later on in drafts. Um, you know, I kind of want to be targeting two running backs early on in drafts. And Christian Kirk is that perfect fifth and sixth round wide receiver that we're looking for. Of course, Yasir, good luck to you in the fantasy playoffs. Take it easy, man. Um, the next one I have up, I've been harping on Juju. I, I, I was on the Juju Smith-Schuster train in his first week back, his first week back last week. 
And I don't think, uh, and I, yeah, of course, that didn't end up happening. He had a dead game. He didn't end up playing a lot of snaps. And I think, you know, that could have been, um, they stated later on that that was because, uh, you know, he wasn't able to practice, kind of wasn't familiar with the game plan, maybe a little bit. Um, and he had an illness this week. So I think that could have played a little bit part of it, too. I think he gets back to it this week. I think Patrick Mahomes has a big game. This is going to be a shootout. Uh, he had three top 10 uh, wide receiver finishes prior to his uh, prior to his concussion. So I am happy to take him. He, yeah, his ADP is 34.4. He's not even getting drafted in a lot of drafts. So uh, Patrick, yeah, if you draft Patrick Mahomes, that'll be the only stacking option that's viable for him. So uh, be sure to grab some juju there. Uh, and the last one I had up here, I had Debo Samuel. I, I don't think he's going to play. Um, I'd had him up when I was doing this a couple of days ago, but I, you know, I don't think he's going to end up playing his ADP is pretty low right now. So, you know, if you want to take a chance in the fifth or sixth round, that's fine. Uh, last one I had up though is, uh, DK Metcalf's uh, ADP is 34.4. Uh, Aaron Donald's not going to play this week. So I really think that, uh, you know, the Seattle Seahawks could have a big week. Um, you know, I was actually, uh, when I was first putting out my threads, I thought, uh, that the, Rams would end up being a good uh, cash play on defense this week for DFS. But with Aaron Donald, I've just been looking more and more at it. Uh, with Aaron Donald not playing, I think, uh, you know, even at their super, super cheap price point, uh, you know, I still think uh, it's, yeah, I think the Rams are going to get exploited this week. So uh, DK Metcalf has uh, assumed kind of that wide receiver one position in Seattle as well. Nine plus targets in three or four weeks. I think he's averaging 10, 10 targets in that time span. Um, so DK Metcalf, Geno Smith's been on it this year. DK Metcalf is a great uh, value at the very at your very last pick in the drafts. Um, that's all I had written down here. I guess before I go, I just wanted to maybe give you some quick pointers. Uh, they gave up. They they started another playoff best ball uh, format, and that's super fun. So it's a four round tournament in the in the NFL playoffs. Um, each round is a different like you know section of it. So you know the you're going to get uh, advance on through each round. So you know in the first round. You're, I believe you're uh, segmented into six man groups and the top two go on to the next round and then, you know, so on and so forth. And, uh, but yeah, this is super unique and super fun. Uh, you know, there's so much that actually goes into it and most people don't consider all that and don't consider hardly any of it. So most people that do these drafts are dead in the water right off the bat. So it, when you're doing these playoff best ball, you can really gain an advantage by just keeping a couple things in mind. So what are we aiming for? We're aiming for the Super Bowl. We're trying to win some of that, some of that big money later on in later on in the playoffs. So, you know, mo a lot most of the people who draft, they're drafting players. They're drafting the best player available that they want to, and they end up with players from seven or eight different teams. How's that going to work out when you're in the AFC or the AFC and NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl? Most of those teams are going to be eliminated. You're starting one quarterback, one running back two wide receiver and a flex. So you're starting five players. You have 10 players total in these 10 man drafts. Um, when you have seven or eight players gone already, you're not going to have a, you're not gonna be able to even start a full lineup in, in kind of the conference championship games in the Super Bowl. Whereas these teams will have a high advance rate in the first and second round. That's not what we're looking for. We're, we're hoping to per get a few perfect teams into that championship, into the Super Bowl. So when I do my drafts, I'm only drafting players from, predominantly two teams. I want to pick my Super Bowl matchup. So, you know, if I start off my draft with Patrick Mahomes, I want to, you know, I, I want to get a lot of Kansas City Chief players. I want it probably at least two, two at the bare minimum, three, probably four. And, uh, and then I want to pick my NFC matchup. So, you know, on the next one in my next pickup, I'm looking at the NFC. Okay. I have Philadelphia. Do I want AJ Brown? Do I want, uh, 
CD Lamb. So, you know, decide who you want, you know, pick pick your Super Bowl matchup. So, all right, I have CD Lamb. So now I'm going to be picking Dallas Cowboy and Kansas City Chief players for Dromley for the most part. Uh, and yeah, you want you want to be able to put in a full lineup of players. And then you also want player, you know, if, if you're picking it, so these players are going to be advancing far in the playoffs. So, you know, you want to, you want to keep a stacking. So you want probably, I'd like to get seven, eight players, at least from that, my Super Bowl matchup. And then, you know, you can, at the back end of draft, if you want to get an Austin Eckler, somebody who is kind of going to push you through those first couple of weeks when, when, when you're competing against those teams who did just draft the best player available. Yeah, absolutely. But um, predominantly, I want to be building my Super Bowl matchup because those are the teams who you hope are going. You know, if you if if you know if you have any chance of winning money, these are going to be the teams that are going to be advancing far in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, you want to put a, a premium value on Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, even uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Miami Dolphins to an extent. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles, um, Minnesota Vikings. You know, those are the ty- those are the teams that I'm focusing on. Everybody else, you know, Derrick Henry. Has a top three round ADP. Do we see Derrick Henry going past the first round? Really, you know, maybe the second round at most. Uh, no. So, uh, he, you know, he's not someone I'm, you know, I'm getting any exposure to really that early on in drafts because he's not going to help me out that in the big money rounds. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that, uh, you know, the, these first round buys in the playoffs re- will really throw you off. I was doing what I thought, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was last week, I was drafting Kansas City Chief and Philadelphia. I was kind of building a Kansas City Chief Philadelphia Eagle uh, Super Bowl matchup with my playoff best ball. And I was just like, wait a minute, both these teams are probably going to have first round buys. I was like, well, I'm, I'm not going to be able to advance this team. So, you know, uh, if you are, if you are trying to build like a Kansas City Chief Philadelphia Eagle matchup, or if you do have Chiefs or Eagles, just keep in mind that those teams are, you know, pretty heavily favored to end up uh, with that first round buy. So just keep that in mind. So you kind of want to be built, you know, kind of maybe just go a little bit lighter. Like I, I tried to, I tried to backtrack and I, uh, I ended up with six players. So um, I'm hoping that if both those teams are on buy, I drafted four players from other teams that somehow I can squeeze into the next round, but just says just some things to keep in mind there. You know, there's just kind of some random thoughts. I didn't have any of that scripted, but um you know, I'll do another uh, playoff best ball segment next week. Uh, but thank you for joining me, everybody. Uh, thank you for all the listeners and uh, questions and everything. But I hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, good luck in your drafts this weekend, okay? Have a good one. See you soon, okay?